Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Book of Numbers. Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses on the pretext of the marriage he had contracted with a Cushite woman. They complained, is it through Moses alone that the Lord speaks? Does he not speak through us also? And the Lord heard this. Now Moses himself was by far the meekest man on the face of the earth. So at once the Lord said to Moses and Aaron and Miriam, come out you three to the meeting tent. And the three of them went. Then the Lord came down in the column of cloud and standing at the entrance of the tent called Aaron and Miriam. When both came forward, he said, Now listen to the words of the Lord. Should there be a prophet among you, in visions will I reveal myself to him. In dreams will I speak to him. Not so with my servant Moses. Throughout my house he bears my trust. Face to face I speak to him, plainly and not in riddles. The presence of the Lord he beholds. Why then did you not fear to speak against my servant Moses? So angry was the Lord against them that when he departed and the cloud withdrew from the tent, There was Miriam, a snow-white leper. When Aaron turned and saw her a leper, he said to Moses, All my Lord, please do not charge us with the sin that we have foolishly committed. Let her not thus be like the stillborn babe that comes forth from its mother's womb with its flesh half consumed. Then Moses cried to the Lord, Please, not this, pray, heal her. The word of the Lord. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, in your goodness and the greatness of your compassion. Wipe out my offense, thoroughly wash me from my guilt and of my sin. Cleanse me, for I acknowledge my offense and my sin is before me always. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. That you may be justified in your sentence, vindicated when you condemn. Indeed, in guilt was I born, and in sin my mother conceived me. A clean heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not off from your presence, and your Holy Spirit take not from me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and proceed him to the other side of the sea, while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once, Jesus spoke to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter said to him and replied, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. After making the crossing, they came to land at Gennesaret. When the men of that place recognized him, they sent words to all the surrounding country. People brought to him all those who were sick and begged him that they might touch only the tassel on his cloak. And as many as touched it were healed. The Gospel of the Lord. Rebellion. 
We now come to a section in the book of Numbers that instead of describing the march toward the promised land, reports repeated protests and rebellions. For at this point, the journey has become long and difficult. God has to send punishments to snap people out of their disobedience. And through Moses' intercession, he finally forgives them. Recall that rebels within the ranks had stirred up the people and turned them against Moses. They put it in the people's heads that they should turn back and return to a life of slavery in Egypt. Now, rebellion is bad enough, but it really stings when your own family revolts. Is it through Moses alone that the Lord speaks? Does he not speak through us also? That was Moses' sister and his brother. And it reveals what some would deem one of life's great injustices. One does not get to choose his own relatives. It also shows that the one true faith is not a family business. It shows that in the new and final covenant, God frowns on nepotism. He calls who he wills. Blood relation alone does not merit a person a place of authority in the government of God's kingdom. Another thing it shows is that the priests of God are not perfect. No, they are sinners. But God calls them anyway. He calls them and sets them aside to mediate for the people. Case in point is Aaron. Moses' brother Aaron was the first high priest. Moses ordained him in an elaborate ordination rite. But Aaron was weak. Wanting to win the praise of the people, he built a golden calf for them. He led the people into the grave sin of idolatry. In today's passage, Aaron was envious of his brother. He wanted a share of Moses' unique authority as the ultimate mediator. But Aaron and his sister Miriam, they wanted a share of Moses' unique personality, not for the sake of the kingdom, but for the sake of their own egos. My friends, the church is full of Aaron's and Miriam's. This is not a modern phenomenon. It's always been that way. That does not mean the church does not have the truth. It just means it has sinners in it, some of whom are high priests. But the psalm states, Happy the man who has placed his trust in the Lord and has not gone over to the rebels who follow false gods. A person who is meek is not weak. A meek person is one who trusts in the Lord. Moses was meek, and so was the new Moses, Christ. He was meek and humble of heart. And he told us to learn from him, to take his yoke upon us. So let's do that. And let's remember, via our baptism... We are now royalty. We are related to Christ. But blood relation alone does not merit a person a place of authority in God's kingdom. Let us look up then at the cross and look at the one perfect priest nailed to his yoke. Hear him say to you, it really stings when your own family revolts. Then get on your knees and bruise your ego and beg for mercy, remembering it is through Christ alone 
that the Lord speaks.